Hello everyone, welcome back to Board Guy Rambles in the Phone. This episode is brought to you by Vote for Biden or Go Fuck Yourself and Die. Right now. Sorry, not sorry. Moving on. Uh, this is... I'm doing this a day earlier than I normally do podcasts, just because the next two days are going to be filled with pain, suffering, and death, probably. So basically any day of 2020, just amplified. But regardless, I'm going to do this today. I'm hoping to finish this in one sitting. I do not know if that's going to work out. It could be a fairly long episode, and I could still be doing more of this tomorrow, uh, assuming that I'm capable of doing that with this website that this tournament thing is on. I don't know if you have to do it all at once. Regardless, uh, uh, and I might do something else tomorrow on this, regardless. Uh, So, uh, what this is, I'm doing a tournament of 64 of my favorite movies. Uh, this is inspired by... I've started to listen to New Day's podcast, and they did an an action movie tournament, which is one of the first few episodes that I started uh, started with. So it's not all action movies. This Mine is. Uh, it's, uh, it's just theirs was action movie tournament. Uh, check that out if you want. So I thought I would... I've been th- I think I've been thinking of doing this for a while anyway with other and with other things too. And you know I did the music uh, wrestling theme tournament and that matches tournament earlier this year. Uh, so I'm going to do a tournament of my favorite movies and I know what movie will probably win, but I'm not gonna say it's impo- it's impossible that a surprise could win. Uh, there is a heavy favorite to win. I'm not going to tell you what the heavy favorite to win is until it either wins or it gets eliminated. Because I, I'm not going to give you a spoiler of this is this is probably going to win before beforehand because I'm not going to let you just skip out. Uh, if you know me well enough, you probably know what that movie is or what a few what a few of those movies could be. Uh, but that's, that's all depending on how well you know me. And even then it could get up, go up against some, uh, something and lose to it anyway, because I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to judge everything. I don't have a grading scale or anything like that. It's just what I choose is like, it's mostly going to be favorite, but like, if I feel like the movie it goes against is like more important or something, I might still move that movie on it ahead of something I might enjoy more. We'll see. Or the other way around. Uh, so we'll just have to see what happens again. These are favorite movies. Some of these aren't particularly good movies. Like, there are movies on here that I'm sure some people consider to be bad. I just happen to really enjoy them. Uh, I can think of at least one. At least, and one, well, probably a few. I can think of at least two movies that are on here, 
two or three movies on here that people probably consider to be bad movies. And it's not, and I don't even mean like this is so bad that it's good. It's so I just happen to like these movies. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Some of these movies I liked a lot more in the past. It's not. Uh, I had to fill out some of these with things that aren't quite as high up in my like favorites. Uh, because, I mean, I had to go through 64 movies to add on here, and, like, there are some really good ones, and then there are some that I enjoy that aren't quite, I don't love quite as much as the other ones, and some I might have loved more when I was younger, as a teenager, or something like that. So, uh, I want you to keep, Keep all of that in mind as I'm going through this. And again, favorite movies. It does not mean... The winner of this mo this tournament does not mean it's the best movie of all time or anything like that. It just means it happened to win my favorite movie bracket. And it's, pro and it's probably my favorite movie. I still expect my favorite movie to probably win. But that does not mean it's going to definitely. Uh, also, I have not seen the bracket at all. I... There's only one, I've only seen the first match, uh, just because I want to make sure that the list I pasted in got, and there wasn't a problem when I pasted it into the website. I've only seen the first match. I do not know when any of the other matches are, so it's going to be a complete surprise. I have no idea what uh, what's going to happen throughout this bracket, so it's going to be interesting for me as well as this. Uh, you. If you don't even know what the bracket is, then you won't even know anyway. So, you're going to... I'm sure if a random person just happened to listen to this bracket, it was like, what the fuck, and why are you putting these random movies against each other? I'm like, I'm sure there'll be plenty of those. Uh, only, only my friend Abel has a prediction. I don't even know what its predictions are, because, again, I'm not spoiling myself on what... uh. The, what the bracket is. So I'm interested to see afterwards what he predicted and what he thought would win too. So that that's going to be something. Uh, movies from a se uh, that are from a series of movies. I might start talking about them, those longer than the other ones, just because I'll probably want to talk about the whole movie series. Like, origin like there's one Harry Potter movie in here, and there's one Star Wars movie in here, there's one Hunger Games movie in here. Uh, the I chose my favorite from each of those. I wanted to just do them as a whole, but I guess that's weird. So, I'll probably end up talking a little bit about the whole thing when I get there. Uh, and... I'm sure my favorite one of those will probably be different from other people. So, again, these are just my opinions about my favorite movies. And, like, I probably like more Harry Potter movies than some of the movies on this list. I just, I'm not, I did, or the same with Star Wars. I just did not want to flood this entire bracket with multiple Harry Potter movies, multiple Star Wars movies. I, ju I just, that's kind of why I wanted to just do one have them all just be one thing because I did not want to waste my time with eight Harry Potter movies. Well, seven part one wouldn't have ever made it on this bracket, but uh, I'm, not, I'm like, I can't, I'm like, I can't do that. 
That's there's 64 options. Like I can't have eight of them be Harry Potter movies. I can't have nine of them be Star Wars movies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, uh, yeah, that's just how that that played out. And I'm sure again there are other. You probably don't, might not even agree with which one of those that I decided was the best one and my favorite one. But those are, again, other discussions. So I'm going to get right into it because I do not know how long this is going to take. I'm hoping not too long. My wrestling theme tournament took about two hours. I might, If I, I don't remember, I might have talked about actual wrestling events before I started that tournament in that episode or not. Not sure. I don't remember. That was back in May. It's November, so I, uh, I'm hoping this doesn't take too long, but I don't expect this to be short. And I'm hoping I get this done before the end of my work shift today, and I don't have to finish this tomorrow, because I don't know if this uh, website allows you to pause a tournament when you start one. I hope it does, just in case. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and start once I get this website to do what it's supposed to. Alright, start the tournament. 64 of my favorite movies. Now, I know the the first match is October Sky versus Game Night. Two very different movies. Uh, and came out, like, almost at least a decade apart, I would have to imagine. Uh, uh just... Uh, I started, I want to, how do I report, like, technical difficulties, okay, there we go, uh, sorry, I haven't used this website since I actually, I did that wrestling themes tournament, that's the only other time I used it, uh, all right, so, now, I'm going to hope you've seen these movies also. Uh, if not, obviously spoilers in case you, for some reason, need to hear that. I don't know why you would need to hear that. You're, it's a movie tournament. You would expect me to talk about the movies. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, Game Night... I is more recent. I think it came out two years ago. I think it came out in 2018. Uh, really, really enjoy this movie. It's really funny. Uh, Rachel McAdams is one of my favorite actresses. Maybe, like, fourth favorite? Fifth favorite? Something like that. Uh, it's, it's really funny. Uh, if, you, if you don't know the premise is like a, a group of friends have a board game night basically and uh jason bateman's brother uh i can't think of the actor's name kyle chandler plays him i think looks like russell crowe but isn't russell crowe uh yeah uh they he come he comes to the this murder mystery or this their game night and he sets up a murder mystery but he has like a bunch of people come that are after him for money for things and it it the murder mystery goes awry when an actual 
crim like two people come in and actually shoot somebody, and then they have to go searching for all this and it's messed up. It's it's really funny. Uh, murder like murder a murder mystery party is something that I would very much enjoy doing at some point in my own life if we ever get out of this goddamn pandemic. Uh, it, it's very funny. I strongly recommend seeing this if you haven't seen this before. Uh, on the other hand, October Sky, not a, not a funny movie, but it's a it's a really good movie. Uh, I mean, it's not funny. It's a, it's a drama. It's not action or anything like that. It's uh, it's this the it's based off of the true story of the Rocket Boys from uh, West Virginia of Homer Hickam and four, like three of his friends. Uh, and they live in a coal mining town. His father basically runs the mine and everyone who w lives in this town wor works in the mine gets, probably gets black lung disease and dies. And that's basically all of their lives. But Homer doesn't want anything to do with that. He sees this is, I think this is the sixties. As time goes on, my complete memory of history just escapes me. So stuff I used to know about history is not quite as there as it used to be as when we were actually in school. But he uh, he sees Sputnik. Everyone goes outside and watches uh, Sputnik go across the sky because this is right after the Soviet Union launched Sputnik into space. And he sees it, and this makes him want to... Uh, basically be an astronaut. So they all start, he and three of his friends, well, two of his friends and of the class nerd, basically, who becomes their friend, uh, all start making rock, uh, model rockets, the enter science fair. Uh, th it's a really good movie. I watched this in, I first watched this in uh, my senior year of high school, we watched this in my AP physics class, and then we built model built model rockets afterwards. That was like our, the last thing we did, uh, which was fun. Uh, I've watched this movie many times since then. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal plays Homer. He's one of my favorite actors. Uh, I don't know if he was my favorite actor, one of my favorite actors before this movie, or if this movie made him one of my favorite actors. Either way. Uh, still is one of my favorite actors. Uh, his father's played by Chris Cooper, who's also really good. Uh, it's a really good, it's a really good movie. It's a father-son sort, like he, he and his father do not get along very well. So that, that hit, any movie that has that kind of dynamic hit, hits home with me a lot, uh, given my own life. So, uh, yeah, uh, and at the end, obviously, they fire their last rocket, and his father is finally there to wa watch, uh, their rockets go off after they win, and, uh, so on, and then, oh, his father's finally proud of him. Good job. Yay. Feel-good moment. That, that kind of thing always gets me, even, no matter, no matter what happens. So, yeah, um, October Sky wins. October Sky moves on. If this bracket will continue, submit. 
isn't it? Okay, it moved. Okay, so now the next... Oh. The next, uh... The next match is Whiplash versus State of Play. Wow, that's... That's tough. Uh, I've only seen Whiplash two times. It is very, very good. It is very intense. Uh... It's a, another friend of mine's favorite movie. Uh, our friend John's favorite movie. It is very intense. Uh, uh, but I forgot the character's name. So J- J- the J.K. Simmons plays the teacher, uh, and the stu- It's not the students. The per- actor who's in it, who played. Uh, the student's name in this a few just a few days ago. I can't think of it, but uh, it's ba- it's basically uh, the student wants to learn from this teacher how to like he wants to be like the number one drummer in their their school band, and J.K. Simmons pushes him a lot, like mo- like more than he like you ever should. Really, like, this is, it's a really toxic relationship here, and real, like, this is not the kind of teacher or anything, like, you should actually want to have, even though the ones that are, like, geniuses are always portrayed this way, and, like, so it's a lot, a number of things in here uh, between the two of them are really fucked up. Uh, I've only seen it twice. I watched it once two years ago, and I watched it earlier this year. Uh, it's not something I could watch all of the time. Uh, so, it's uh, State of Play came out in 2009. It was, I think, my favorite movie that year. So, Russell, uh, Russell Crowe is the main character. Uh, the ben Affleck's in it. Rachel McAdams is in this as well. Uh, and Helen Mirren's in it. It's... It's basically... Uh, Russell Crowe and Rachel McAdams' work are, are journalists that are, that are covering a political scandal. Uh, uh, ben Affleck is a senator... Uh, somebody who works or for his campaign uh, dies at the beginning of the movie, and uh, basically everyone's trying to figure out what happened. Uh, she is having an affair with Ben Affleck, even though uh, he's married to someone else, etc. Uh, all that kind of stuff that happens in political dramas. Uh, it was my favorite movie of 2009. I don't think I've watched this in a year or two, honestly. I have, so I'm not saying it's lo- like it's. I don't. I like it less now or anything. It's still a great movie. I just don't feel like I've watched it recently. Maybe I watched it last year. Uh, but yeah, it was. It's really good. Hmm, this is really tough. I would probably say definitely Whiplash is a better movie on the whole. Of course, that could be... Well, I'm not even going to say that's recency bias because it probably is better as an actual movie. Uh, 
even though I I like uh, probably like State of Play better. Uh, hmm. I think I I'm pro I'm gonna advance Whiplash because it's probably a better movie. I'm gonna. I still think I like State of Play better, but I mean, I know State State of Play is not winning this tournament. I know that, so I don't I don't have a problem with it losing to Whiplash. So it's just gonna lose to Whiplash. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna say this is like this. I mean, the bracket doesn't have to be perfect. I like all the movies that are on here, obviously. Uh, all right. So, October Sky will play Whiplash in the second round. All right, third match. Oh, well, this one's going to be easy in the long run, but Now You See Me versus Inception. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I mean, I think we all know what's winning this one, but uh, uh, Now You See Me, uh, it's four, uh, four like magicians the people who work as magicians are basically like, tr honestly, I don't even remember the plot to this one too much of like, they actually, like they're some, someone's like leading them. Some shadowy person is leading them to do a bunch of actual magic tricks, but really they're just like robbing people, S something like that. Ro robbing like banks, bank accounts for tons of money and uh well people or well the police are after them the whole time more or less uh let's see four let's see jesse eisenberg is one of the four uh yeah why can't i think of his name this is really annoying me i should not not know this guy's name plays hamish Hunger Games, come on. Woody Harrelson. I don't know why that took me so long. Him, the third guy, I don't think I even remember his name. Uh, and the one... I, the girl that's with him, I don't really know her from anything else, so it's it's been a while since I've seen this movie, so... And then, like, Mark Ruffalo is the main cop that's after them. Uh, he ends up being... Uh, the magic, the, the, the shadowy figure person that's behind everything actually at the end. So that's, that's a thing. I really like this movie. A lot of people think this movie is terrible. Uh, the second one's not nearly as good in my opinion, which people probably think like the second one is even worse. Although I, I mean, whatever. Uh, I mean, it's up against Inception. I don't even have to tell you about Inception. Y'all fucking know about Inception. I don't have to tell... I don't have to even explain that one. Do I? I'm sure I don't. So, instead of just talking about Inception and how awesome Inception is, I'm just going to advance Inception, and that's going to be the end of that one. Because, I mean, that goes without saying. I would hope. Inception moves on. As long as this website allows me to actually do this. Okay, fourth match. 
that's interesting. Okay, no one's gonna know what this first movie is. So the second movie and the second movie is a, technically a kids movie. Uh, this movie, uh, this match is first to die against the movie Sky High. Now Sky High is like a uh, is a Disney movie came out in 2005 uh, with and it's about teenage superheroes. We'll get to it. First to die, you. I know. I'm sure nobody knows what this movie is. This is a life, a movie that was on Lifetime channel. I think also, I think this was also in 2005. I'd have to look that up, but I think this also came out in 2005. And it's based off of the first book in this uh, a book series called The Women's Murder Club, written by James Patterson. And it's the first. It's based off of the first book called for, also called First to Die. It's the movie itself is basically almost an exact depiction of that book. It's done pretty well. Uh, again, I realize I'm the only one who knows this movie. No, so you just have to take my word for it. I guess that now, I mean, now if a bunch of people watch this movie, I don't know if they would say, Oh my God, this movie is amazing. It's just like, I love this movie because it was based off of this book of, from this book series that I love, or at least I loved it at the time. It's, it's still it's still going on to, on today. It's twenty like it's t- the twentieth book in the series came out this year. These days these books are hit or miss. The first uh, for a while these all the books were great. Now they're hit or miss. Uh, maybe they've just ran their course and they don't have much they can do with it. I don't know, but yeah, they come out with one of these a year except for last year where they had two. I think they just wanted to match uh, what year it was with with which numbers in the title if you don't if you don't get the point the the first one it's first to the first one has a big one on the cover first it's one second one has a two etc 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 you get the point i'm not going to name off all the books even though i think i've done that earlier in this, on a, in a previous podcast so uh you could probably probably in a Q&A one of the Q&As i did i met, i mentioned this book series uh it's I really enjoy the movie. Uh, main characters played by Tracy Pollan. Uh, I've seen the, the the actor who plays the bad guy plays uh, somebody in Psych, and the in the episode of Psych that John Cena's first in, actually, uh, he he plays somebody in that too. Uh, there. I don't know. There's not really many other people in this movie that people would probably know. Uh, I don't even know if people would know who Tracy Pollan is, to be honest. Uh, Sky High, I, I vividly remember, I remember going to this movie, like, in 2005. Cause I, re, I, don't, I don't know why, I just remember going to this movie. I remember buying, like, Reese's Pieces, like, Reese's Peanut Butter, uh, like cups they're like in ball form like when i was there like i don't i don't really know why i remember this i just do this is one random weird specific memory i have uh yeah it hit the guy who plays the main character his name is michael angarano i guess but uh i probably wanted to see this movie because i probably had a crush on daniel panabaker at the time uh and she's in it uh mary elizabeth winstead is in it and Kurt Russell plays the dad. Uh, 
I think the person who, the woman who originally played Wonder Woman is in this movie too. I don't, I think she plays the principal. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a really, it's a really fun movie. Uh, again, like, I mean, I, I watch this on occasion. It's not like something I watch all the time these days, but like, I really, I really liked this movie at the time, even though I was, I mean, it was probably, it was probably just under my, my age group. Probably I was, I think I had to be 18 when this came out, if it came out in 2005, so, it's still fun, though. Uh, uh, Daniel Panamaker's one friend in this movie, like, I, there's one part where she, I don't even re- remember what it is now, but, like, every time it happens, like, I quote it every time, so, so. Uh, I'm probably actually going to pick Sky High. I feel like I probably watch First to Die maybe, like, once a year. Although I don't think I've watched it this year, so... Even though it's... I do really like it. It's pretty true to the book. Uh, I'm picking Sky High. Just so it makes it around, I guess. It probably won't make it to the next round. Well, yeah, it's definitely not. It's facing Inception. The Dark Knight versus Clue. That's interesting. Uh, the Dark Knight. What more? I feel like The Dark Knight is a movie I don't have to say anything about. It's one of those movies, right? I mean, just like I don't have to say anything about Inception, I really, unless you've never seen The Dark Knight, you know everything about it by now. I'm sure it's one of the best superhero movies of all time if not the best. Uh, I think that goes without saying. Uh, I don't I don't think it's my favorite superhero movie of all time, but it's definitely up there. Even though I don't feel like I've watched it too much, to be honest. Which is weird. I mean, I guess I'm... I mean, I'm not the biggest superhero movie person. Like, everyone's all, all big into it, and I'm just like, I like them. Some of them I really like. Some of them I just don't give a shit. Uh, although, I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, it depends on what who the superhero is. And for the most part, Batman is always one of the ones that I like. I haven't really watched anything since The Dark Knight Rises that includes Batman in the DCEU. But that's a different story. Uh, Clue, on the other hand... This is one of my favorite movies of all time. I can quote it incessantly, all the time. I can watch this movie and then immediately rewind it and continue to watch it over and over and over and over again. I have loved this movie since I was a small child. And if you haven't watched this movie, you should go watch it immediately. About the word, there's only one thing in this movie that I would consider a sin these days. Not, and I probably, like, back then I wouldn't have cared, but it pre- about the only bad thing this movie that does is present socialism as a bad thing. But also keep in mind this movie takes place in the 50s. Or it's supposed to take place in the 50s. It wasn't filmed in the 50s, but it's supposed to take place in the 50s. So you can kind of understand that, uh, even if that's wrong. 
and fuck capitalism and socialism, this is the way. But that's a different story. Uh, you're all going to probably yell at me for this one, but Clue is moving on. It is done. Oh, wow. This is going to be really amusing next round. Because I know it's going to win this one, and it's going to be really amusing. Knives Out versus Edge of Seventeen. Or if it's the Ed or it's the Edge of Seventeen. I don't Knives Out. Very similar to Clue. Which since I already just said that, I'm obviously picking Knives Out. But uh Knives Out has a big cast like another big cast that's another murder mystery, although Clue was... We'll talk about that later. Uh, not, a murder mystery with uh, Daniel Craig play is the detective, and somebody died. The, the 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 patriarch of this family dies, and now they all basically want the money from the will. Uh, Chris Evans is in this. Jamie Lee Curtis is in this. Uh, Ana, Ana de Armas is... It, they they armas. I'm not. I'm just gonna say that again. So it, that made it sound like an armistice. It's like I was gonna say is something, but uh, she's in this. Uh, if you know who that, I guess I don't know why. I like I don't know. People probably don't actually know who that is very well. It's just I hear that name on the Cinema Sins podcast a lot. So I feel like she, that per, she's more well known than maybe she probably is. I don't know. But they talk about her all the time as if she's been around for, like, forever and everyone knows who she is. So I apologize if you don't actually know who that is. Uh, and the, the, the one girl who plays the girl in 13 Reasons Why who kills herself is in this... Catherine Langford? I think that's her name? Uh, yeah. And, and it's just, a, like, a big... Like, a crime happened, and then they're trying to figure out what happened in this one family with, like, a bunch of cast of characters, and, like, anyone who goes to a big family gathering, this is, and just how nuts those are, and imagine for pretty much any family, that's amusing, and this kind of movie is, I mean, I told you I love Clue, so it's, it's right up my alley, basically, uh, Edge of Seventeen is really good. Uh, stars Haley Seinfeld and Woody Harrelson is in this too. Uh, more of a coming of age story. Uh, it's really enjoyable. It's, uh, um, if you haven't seen this movie, I would I would recommend it. Uh, it's one a movie I just kind of threw in here because I needed sixty four. Although a number of other movies came after this one. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I, I would recommend you do so. There's like one kind of cringeworthy scene in the middle of it dealing with, or like her and this guy go in a pool and it gets kind of cringy. Not in a, not in a sex scene kind of way, but it just gets weird. I don't, I don't know. At, in the past five years, anything I might see, like, see a scene where some like a guy tries to do something and then it doesn't work and I'm like this is really cringe and I don't like any of this even though the the even though she wasn't 
wanting him to do such a thing. It's not a rape scene. It's just... I, I should point... I'm Obviously. I, but... It's not anywhere even remotely close to that. It's just... just got It just got weird for a few seconds. I'm just like... That was kind of cringe. Uh, like, any time and anything like that, I'm just like... I didn't need that. Uh, but yeah, like I said, Knives Out is moving on. Knives Out versus Clue. That's going to be... Interesting. Can't believe that's happening in the second round. I, I like again. I haven't looked at this bracket, but I'm not surprised that that's somehow happening in the second round because that's probably one of the things I wouldn't have allowed to happen if I saw it. Uh, ooh, interesting. Logan versus Zodiac. Logan is probably my favorite superhero movie of all time. Actually, it probably is. Although I don't think I've watched this recently. Maybe not even in two years. The R-rate, R-rated Wolverine, basically. Yeah, and this movie is great. Uh, and uh, what's... The, the, I'm trying to think of the, act, the young actress's name who pl- plays the girl. Daphne Keen. Something like that. Close, it's close to that. She's in his Dark Materials now. Uh, which is probably the main reason I even watched that show, because she was really good in this. Uh, uh, but yeah, this is probably my favorite superhero movie of all time. Very, very good. I don't... I imagine... like If you're into superhero movies, I assume you've seen pretty much all of them, so you've probably seen this. Uh... That being said, Zodiac is one of my one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, no matter the genre, it's uh, I've I cannot tell tell you how many times I've watched this. If I have it, if I if I I know for a fact that Clue is probably the movie I've watched more than any any other movie. But if it wasn't Clue, it has to be Zodiac. Uh, and like I. Uh, so this is like state of play like it's, revolves around a, like journalists but they also and like and also the police like trying to catch the Zodiac killer I, no, I assume you already figured that one out if you haven't already uh, 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 I watched this movie so many times uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's main character again he's one of my favorite actors Mark Ruffalo is in this. He's one of my favorite actors. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in this. He's really good in this, too. Uh, mm, trying to think of the actress who plays uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's wife, which is more like uh, she's a French actress. She's Chloe Sevigny. There we go. Uh... This is the only thing I've ever seen her in. So, sorry, I can't think of her name. It's just like... Uh, Donald Logue is in this. I've seen him... In, like, I see that guy in, like, so many different random things. He, he was the dad in Grounded for Life, if you've ever watched that show way back when, whenever that was on. Uh, uh, one, there's one guy in here that... Uh, 
is in the the Chicago PD show. Uh, the actor who plays uh, Minkus from uh, Boy Meets World is in this. He is he is one of the first two victims, uh, etc. It is really good. I watch this so many like so many times. I probably watch this twice a year. So, uh, needless to say, this is, I don't know if, like, I'm not going to say this is going to win the tournament, but it's, it's definitely going fairly far in this tournament. So, sorry, Logan, but you're already out. All right. Oh, that's, oh God, this, I don't want to eliminate one of these yet. The perks of being a wallflower against Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That is really, really tough. Uh, perks of being a wallflower is uh, main characters uh, Logan Lerman he's in the Percy Jackson movies Emma Watson is probably my second or third favorite actress Uh, I really want to say I really like Ezra Miller because he's really good in this but he's also a really terrible person apparently so that sucks uh Paul Rudd is in this. Uh, this is based off a book I, I read in, in high school, which I really liked. When the movie came out, I didn't really remember the book at all, so I'm like, okay. This is based off of a book, so that's... I basically saw this because it was based off of a book I read and because of Emma Watson is in it, so uh, that combined, that's why I saw this. It's a It's a very, very good movie. I don't know how true to the book it is, because, I, I mean, I haven't gone back and read that book. It's I've read that book one time in, in high school, and that was it. It came out, like, in theaters at least seven... I think it came out in 2012, but that could be wrong. It came out in early 2010, so it's been, it was at least seven years, probably eight or nine since I read the book. It's uh really good... It's a really good story. Uh, it's a, fr- a freshman in high school. He has a kind of troubled past. Uh, if you, you can get into that if you watch it, if you haven't seen it before. Uh, he becomes, he's kind of an outcast. He becomes friends with Emma Watson and Ezra Miller's characters, their brother and sister. I think their stepbrother and stepsister. Uh, he, uh, Logan Lerman's a freshman, and the two of them are seniors. So like, they they become friends, but then like at the end of it, they go, uh, like obviously they graduate, and then like he's still in high school for three more years while they're gone in college. So that's that's always a weird dynamic at the end of that. I'm like, you're gonna be really, you still have three more years, and you're becoming best friends with people who are gonna be gone. That's the only part of that movie that's a little weird to me. Or, and story, but, uh, I mean, the rest of that story, like, if you haven't watched this movie, you need to watch the movie. And then be sad that Ezra Miller is a, an asshole, apparently. I was really excited that he was actually going to be the Flash in the DCU, but then I read that story about him choking someone earlier this year. So, yeah. Uh, that being said, Scott Pilgrim versus the World... Uh, this movie is amazing. Uh, I don't 
I feel like I haven't watched this as much as I, like when it, this first came out. I feel like I watched this a lot because it. I mean, like this is a video game. It, I'm like that's like I love video games. I love movies. Like this movie is a video game. So obviously, like everything that's related to a video game in this movie, I love and still do. Uh. Uh. Yeah, I mean, Michael Sarah is Scott Pilgrim. Allison Pill is their drummer. Mary Elizabeth Winstead uh, is Ramona. Uh, God, I should think of Gideon. I should think Jason Schwartzman. And a bunch of other people. A bunch of people. Chris Evans is in this too. Uh, uh, his his uh, back, hit, hit Scott's ex is uh, Captain Marvel. Her name's not coming to me. Brie Larson. Sorry. I'm trying to think of a lot of different people's names at this point. So I'm sorry if I don't come up with them quickly. Uh, I imagine you've probably seen this movie. I don't really need to explain it. Uh, it's a very good movie. I feel like I don't watch it. Like these days, I probably watch it a little bit less because I feel like Parts of this are problematic. Anna Kendrick's in it, too. And uh, Aubrey Plaza. Both of them, too. Uh, I feel like... While this is also really... It's a really good movie. Part of the story is problematic as hell, probably. So, while I I do still really enjoy it, and I enjoy a lot of it, it's just like, part of it makes me cringe. Although... And this this is a really tough match. I like this is definitely not a match I would have made happen in the first round because both of these deserve to go further into this tournament. Jeez. Uh, Scott Pilgrim's going to have to move on. I really don't want to eliminate Perks of Young Wallflower, but Scott Pilgrim has to go on. So it will. Next. Gone Girl versus National Treasure. That's, that's a matchup. Gone Girl, made by the same people, same uh, director of Zodiac, David Fincher. The guy who plays Minkus is in this too, by the way. So he clearly went to that well again. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Gone Girl, I think I loved a lot at the time it came out, although I haven't watched it nearly as much since. Uh, it's Ben Ben Affleck. God, I can't think of the actress's name. I should think I should know her name. Anyways, his his wife basically frame, frames him for killing her, and then he, she runs off, and then it's a it's a really fucked up story. Uh, really fucked up story. And then they go and have Nancy Grace in this, and it's like why? Uh. 
Yeah, it's... Oh, Neil Patrick Harris is in this? It's a really, really fucked up story. Uh, if you've never seen this before. It, it comes to a really... fucked up ending. So, yeah. National Treasure. Um, Nicholas Cage steals the Declaration of Independence because there's, a, there's an invisible map to a treasure on it. And... Sean Bean is the, he used to be friends with him, but then they didn't they didn't want to steal the Declaration of Independence because but Sean Bean's like no we're going to do this and Nicholas Cage's like no we're not gonna okay so you can go die on the ship this ship that's in the Arctic and he blows it up or whatever uh, so they survive Nicholas Cage steals the Declaration of Independence so Sean Bean can't uh, Diane Kruger works at uh, I think it's the Smithsonian or whatever museum that the Declaration of Independence normally is, and goes with them, and then ultimately they find the treasure after using multiple clues. Uh, John Voight's in this. Wish he wasn't a Republican psychopath, because I really enjoy him as an actor and most things I see him in, but unfortunately he's a Republican psychopath. It's really unfortunate. Uh... Yeah, Justin Bartha is there also Nicholas Cage's sidekick, basically. He's funny. Uh, yeah. Ultimately, they find it. The sequel's nowhere near as good. There, there was supposed to be a third one. I'm still waiting for it. It's, I really, really love National Treasure. I don't watch it nearly as much as I used to. I feel like National Treasure's going to move on. Because Gone Girl's story is really, really fucked up. Although National Treasure probably will not move on past the next round. Whatever it goes up against. Or if it does, it would be weird. The Nice Guys versus She's Out of My Lake. That's a strange match. Uh, Russell Crowe and... It's not Matthew Penny. What the f... Uh, the guy from The Notebook, I think. I can't think of his name. Uh, both like detectives. It's this is a really good movie. I uh, I struggle to remember the story of this sometimes. It's like I don't watch this a lot. God damn! Why can't I think of the other guy's name? Probably because I don't watch him in much. Don't see many of his movies. Uh. It's the guy from The Notebook. Every, uh, everyone knows what The Notebook is. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, that's a really good movie. I, I, I they're, it's like a detective movie. I can't, I can't think of the plot right now. These are a lot of movies. Uh, She's Out of My League. Uh, main actors, I think. It's the guy who isn't Justin Long, but uh, Jason something or other. He's the guy who almost gets shot in numbers, and he's like, I almost get shot, and you guys respond. But I do uh, Jay, Bur- Jay Baruchel. There we go. That you almost, and you guys respond by doing a bunch of math. Yes. Uh, and 
he and several of his friends work in an airport and a really attractive girl shows up. Uh, God damn it. I can't think of her name now. I should have thought, like, got all these people's names. I want to say Brooklyn Decker. Her name is not Brooklyn Decker. Uh, I don't, I have not seen her in anything else either. Anyways. Person who is way out of his league shows up, clearly, because that's the point of the title. Uh, uh, and loses something or other that he has to then deliver. Uh, when she gets back from what, wherever she was going, uh, he gives her whatever she lost. And then they start dating. And then it's just like, you're out of my league. And then it doesn't go very well. You get the point. And then it go, and then, and then it's fine. Uh, and as well as a creepy, uh, a lot of other weird shit happens. There's a, a number of weird things that happen in this movie. Uh, But it, it's still it's, it's still a lot of fun. Uh, the nice guys is winning though. I'm really mad that I cannot think of her name. <sighs> Whatever. One more before I have to pause. The breakfast the the breakfast club versus Freaky Friday. All right. I assume everyone has seen The Breakfast Club. Everyone knows what it is. Five different tropes of high school student students get detention on a Sunday. And they all interact with each other and like while they're in detention and so on. Why they all have shitty lives and they grow as people. You, uh, I assume everyone has seen The Breakfast Club. It's an it's an old movie, and it's it's uh they do spin-offs of this and like rip this off all the time in in movies and books and shit. So Amelia Estevez, John Nelson, Molly Ringwald, etc. Anthony Michael Hall. Ellie Sheedy. Should know the principal's name, but I just can't think of it. Anyways. This movie is actually filmed within 10 miles of where I am currently sitting. Not joking. The school this was in is less than 10 miles from my exact current location. So, there's that. Freaky Friday, this is... You can pick if it's the original one or it's the Lindsay Lohan one. I have not seen the original not seen the original one in a long, long, long time, because they don't show this one. They only show the the Lindsay Lohan, Jamie Lee Curtis one on TV. So I've seen that way more. That's uh, you can pick if you're if you were doing this for me, you could pick whichever one you want. Uh, I re- I mean. I really like both of them. I just don't remember the first one nearly as much because I just haven't seen it in so long. Uh, if if you don't know what Freaky Friday is, it's the a mom and a daughter do not get along at all, and 
something happens and they switch bodies. So they have to live each other's lives. And then uh, by the end of it, they appreciate each other more. It's, it's, it's fun. Uh, the original one I is probably better, but that's just not the one here. It's not beating the breakfast club though. So breakfast club moves on. So I have to pause here so I don't hit an hour and then we'll continue. All right, we're back. I think you noticed a difference. Okay. Let's see. We got Liar Liar against Edge of Tomorrow. All right. If this wants to load anyway. This website's taking forever this time. Why? Why are you doing this to me? Uh. Well, I can talk about it without this uh, doing this. Uh, liar, liar. I'm sure everyone's seen Liar, Liar. I don't even have to explain it. Jim Carrey is a, a really bad dad. who happens, He happens to be a lawyer. He misses his son's birthday party. His son makes a wish that makes him unable to lie. And nonsense ensues. It's hilarious. It's, I mean, it's Jim Carrey. Most of his stuff still holds up these days, so, uh, I mean, this is one of the movies I assume pretty much everyone has seen. God damn, why is this not loading? This is pissing me off. I'm gonna have to refresh this. It's better not fuck anything up. Alright. Let's try this again. There we go. Work that time. Sorry. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, Tom Cruise is sent to f- fight a bunch of cra- and a bunch of aliens. Uh, one of them he shoots, and its blood gets all over him. And because his blood, and then his blood gets into his system, and every time, then he wakes up and he relives that day over and over again. Because he keeps dying. Every time he dies, he just wakes up at a certain point at the beginning of that day. So the more the more he knows, the more he knows what not to do. Uh, he and uh, what another actress's name I can't think of right now. God damn it! It's pissing me off. She is uh, married to John Krasinski. I'm sorry for this. I'm normally good with people's names. I'm normally good with at this. The memory, the memory for this is not normally my problem. Uh, but you probably know who I'm talking about. Uh, regardless, uh, she had this uh, ability at one point, although she lost it. Anyways, uh, they continue. They continue to. Go further and further until they know exactly what they need to do to kill all the aliens and then succeed. It's a great movie. It's one of those you keep saying the same thing over and over kind of movies like Groundhog Day. Uh, 
vantage point. That's probably not a movie you probably thought I was about to say because there's more bigger ones, like, like more relevant ones, although Vantage Point is a similar one to that, I, which people probably don't even know what that movie is, quite frankly. Although it's one of those kind of movies, like Happy Death Day, all that kind of thing. Uh, these are two really good movies. This is actually, this is a tougher choice than it is, although I feel like I just threw Liar Liar on here because I needed more movies to be on here, so Edge of Tomorrow is winning. So, Edge of Tomorrow moves on, and we will go to our next match, which is Source Code versus Easy A. Source Code is another one of those movies! Wow. Uh, Source Code is Jake Gyllenhaal. He plays a soldier, and he keeps reliving the same day on a train, uh... And trying to stop this someone from blowing this train up, basically. They're trying to find out who is doing this and why and so and so on. Uh, although there there's a lot more to it than that near the end of this movie, actually. A lot more. Uh, it's not just oh this the he has this blood and then the, uh, because of that he can do this. There's a there's a lot more depth to why he is capable of doing this and what is happening here than uh, what's happening in Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, so that's interesting. I'm, that's amusing that these are back to back. They will not, uh, even if Source Code moves on, they will not be facing each other in the second round. They're not in matchups that go directly into each other. But uh, anyway, Easy A, uh, Emma Stone is a high schooler and basically something happens where she uh, pretends to loudly have sex with a, a schoolmate at a party to because he paid her or gave her something uh, to at in compensation so basically so this guy wouldn't look like a loser or whatever some reason like that. So then, basically, she gets a reputation like uh, Scarlet Letter. Basically, like if you, I assume you know that story from school, etc. So, but a bunch of pe- uh, people in the in the, in the school basically then start giving her things to pretend to have sex with her, etc., etc. Uh, you got Amanda Bynes is a very Christian person that wants to save her or thinks she's terrible. You got what she's one of those. And then Lisa Kudrow is the, I think she is the student counselor, etc. It's it's pretty nuts. It's a, uh, it's pretty funny. Uh, but if I moved Edge of Tomorrow on and Source Code is deeper. And more, like more in depth of that kind of thing, I source code probably it's going to have to move on because it's if I consider that to be better than that, then I already moved on Edge of Tomorrow. Then yeah, so that will move on. Uh, once this decides to save.
what is going on here? There we go. No. Okay. I'm going to have to refresh this again. This shouldn't be happening. <laughs> okay. Source code wins. Except the winner. Thank you. All right, well, that's interesting. Nightcrawler versus Sherlock Holmes. Jake Gyllenhaal stars in Nightcrawler. He is uh, basically someone who's he guy who lives in L.A. He's trying basically he's just trying to make a living. Uh, he's tr- tr- uh, and he's probably struggling to do so. He's trying to come up with whatever is going to make him money. So he basically decides he needs to, like he sees a car accident or something like that. And he decides that he needs to get good video equipment and basically needs to be able to take, to record things of like car accidents or crimes or anything like that as they happen. So he can sell all of this footage to news networks. And that's essentially what, and I mean, that's what happens. And like, he, and then he starts working with them and he tries to work up uh, within the ranks of these news companies, et cetera, et cetera. He's, he's also really uh, suspe- like devious kind of person. Like at one point he, uh, while he's doing this, he ends up uh, in, in a home where a murder has taken place and he goes further into that home and doing things in that home that he should not be doing, etc. Uh, he's uh, manipulating people within the news networks uh, to get uh, his stuff played more than other people's stuff, etc., etc. And it is really fucked up. It's a really good movie. I uh, don't watch it too often because it is a little, it's a little much. Not in, not like too much that's happening. It's just like, this is just like, it's one of those movies where the person, the person, the main character is hard to root for, put it that way. Uh, meanwhile, we got, we got hip, and then the first Sherlock Holmes movie, which is not well liked by people, but I still love it. Uh, the second one, not nearly as much, but uh, again. Detective movies are always, like, my kind of thing. And it's Robert Downey Jr. is Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Rachel McAdams is in this, too. So, like, so this is a matchup between Jake Jake Gyllenhaal and Robert Downey Jr. who are both, like, very, like, connected in the Zodiac movie. So, like, I've seen... They're, like... Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I mean, it's Sherlock Holmes. You get the, you get the kind of thing that's happening there. It's a detective movie, basically. Uh, it's kind of tough, but Sherlock Holmes has to win. So I'm just gonna, I don't want to talk about those too much. 
Oh, Harry Potter and so on has not even shown up yet, or Star Wars or anything like that. This is just going to keep happening, isn't it? So I have to refresh after every time. Sherlock Holmes wins. Jesus. That's the music. That's uh, all right. She's all that versus holes. That's a weird match. Uh, She's all that is some as a movie that I liked a lot as a teenager because I had a crush on Rachel Lee Cook. So that's number. That's pretty much why that movie's on here. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone knows what that movie is. I don't even have to tell you about it. Freddie Prince Jr makes a bet with uh, his friends that he can't make the ugly girl into uh, the can't can't make her the prom queen basically so yeah that happens uh, if you haven't seen the movie but I it's an old movie that I assume most people have seen or at least know what that's about so yeah uh, anyways holes is if he didn't see even Stevens, this is the first thing you probably saw Shia LaBeouf in. Uh, it's based off of the book. I've never actually read the book. I've only seen this movie. I actually watched this movie like three weeks ago. Uh, yeah, so... Shoes fall out of the sky, and he gets caught with them. They're stolen shoes, so he gets sent to a camp where they are forced to dig a hole every day. They don't know why they have to, but then as they're doing this, a bunch of stuff from the past, a bunch of flashbacks of things from the past happen, and all of them are interconnected. The stuff from, uh, I think, Estonia? Uh, uh, If not Estonia, then another European country. Uh... Uh, Shia LaBeouf's character's name, well, Stanley Yelnats, the fourth, the first one, uh, was, lived in this European country. He wanted to marry this one girl, uh, so he asked, uh, her father for her hand in marriage, basically, but she, uh, uh, Basically, he had to raise a pig to give to those people, uh, and he, uh, he was, uh, in doing so, he went to some lady named Madame Zeroni, who t- she told him to raise this pig and carry up this mountain, and if you don't, uh, then carry me up the mountain so I can get uh, stronger too afterwards. Make sure to come back for me, otherwise you'll be cursed for all eternity. So, ultimately, he did this. He brought the pig because uh, the lady, the woman's father, want, just basically wanted whoever had the better pig would win, get her hand in marriage or something. But they basically had a very similar sized pig, so he told her to decide. the The father told her to decide. She is not very bright, so she had uh, the two guys pick a number between one and ten, and 
then Stanley Yelnats the first is just like fuck this and fuck this shit I'm out. It's like I'm not picking, not doing this for. So he he left. He doesn't take uh, Madame Zeroni up the mountain. So his family is cursed for all eternity. So he ends up going to America. Now meanwhile, uh, th- this town they're in, uh, way back when, was a nice town. Uh, and there's a, uh, a big lake, and the school teacher uh, falls in love. Uh, her, her, her character, she is played by Patricia, Patricia Arquette. I'm pretty sure that uh, it falls in love with the character played by Dulé Hill from Psych, and they re- like he. Uh, uh, keeps offering to fix up stuff in her schoolhouse uh, for, in exchange for peaches and whatnot. Uh, he's a... So, yeah, that happens. Meanwhile, the rich white guys in this town don't like it because, well, Dulé Hill is black and racism. And, yeah, ultimately, uh, they uh, the, the racist old white guys see the two of them kissing and then ultimately kill Dulé Hill. And then she becomes, uh, just goes out and kill. She kills the sheriff the next day and she goes and bees, is an outlaw for the, the remainder of her life. And she, uh, she and a group of other people, uh, etc. And they accrue a lot of money. Ultimately, she, at some point she's, basically at the end of her her career of doing that and then the she's at the at this lake that dried up because uh, it doesn't rain after they kill Dulé Hill this character's name is Sam uh, yeah well uh, the guy who owned the lake and some girl that was in uh, her her class ultimately find her and they demand her fortunes uh, because, I mean, they know who she is, obviously. Uh, but she uh, just takes a lizard and has it bite her and she dies instead. And she tells them to just dig for it and that that them and their children and their children's children will dig for the rest of their lives and they'll never find it. So basically... Uh, the, the woman who runs this camp is the uh, daughter of those two people, or granddaughter. It's granddaughter, I think. And he, the the person who was... The, the man who was there to kill her there and try to take... Uh, then ultimately just... They start digging, and then like he makes his granddaughter continue to dig. And then she grows up, and they start this basically child child labor camp of t- and they take a bunch of kids who are just like juvenile delinquents which Sh- Shia LaBeouf ends up there because of the shoes that fell out of the sky because of his family's curse uh, they're forced to dig holes and they're trying they're trying to find this treasure they don't realize that but etc cetera, etc cetera, until ultimately they find it later on and I mean stuff happens you get the point. Uh, and then 
holes. And then, like, they... And then, of course, the curse is broken because the other guy, uh, his friend, his name Zero, who's played by Cleo Thomas, uh, his, his real name is Hector Zeroni, so you, you get... One of them is related to one of the Yelnats, and then this boy is related to Madame Zeroni, so he ends up carrying Zero up a mountain, and, and then they... Uh, they, he fulfills the prophecy that, or fulfills the request that Madame Zeroni had of his uh, great grandfather, uh, basically, because like went up this mountain that his great grandfather went up when he was just kind of like lost in that same area for some reason. Anyways, so they fulfilled that, and the curse is immediately lifted, and they ultimately become very, very rich. So <laughs> that's how that goes. Uh, Holes is winning. I should have known better. Just I'm gonna have to refresh after every time. I don't know why this is doing this. This was never this much of an issue last time. Alright, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Askman versus Prisoners. That's that's Fitting? Actually, not. it's not fitting, but it's... I just realized Prisoner was in both titles. <laughs> so, uh... Let's talk about Prisoners first. Uh... What's his name? Guy who plays Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. Uh, his daughter and a, fr a neighbor... A friend of family's daughter gets kidnapped by this guy... Who lives in an RV? Well, he doesn't live in an RV, but he's in an RV. But like, he lives with his mom. His mom and his his parents were really, really fucked up people. And yeah, they basically uh, then he's basically just trying to figure out what happened to his kids this whole time. Uh, his kid and his uh, neighbor's kid, friend's kid, whatever. And so on, uh, trying to basically kidnaps the guy who he thinks did it, and then just like traps him in this apartment complex that he kind like he kind of owns, and then like he tortures him trying to get information from him and etc. So like he's basically keeping this person a prisoner instead. It's a it's a it's a pretty fucked up movie. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you'll. Per uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's in this too, by the way. Jake Gyllenhaal's in a bunch of movies that are on here. I wouldn't be he'll probably I wouldn't be surprised if he's in another movie in here later on. I told you he's one of my favorite actors. Don't like don't be surprised. Uh, <laughs> I think that's all I'm going to say about that movie. It's a it's really really fucked up. You probably you'd have to see that movie to know the rest of it. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. It's Harry Potter. This is my this is my favorite movie. I, I think a lot of people love this movie. I wouldn't be surprised if people said Goblet of Fire was their favorite one. Wouldn't be surprised if people say said uh, 
Half-Blood Prince was their favorite. The well, the only one that would come as a surprise as a surprise to me if they said it was their favorite would be definitely Seven Part One because it's Seven Part One and it's fine. But if it's anyone's favorite movie, that would be really freaking weird. Uh, first, the first two movies are really good. They're just kind of older now and. They're pretty true to the book, and they're done well. I do think they're good. It's just, uh, they're just not as dark, not as good. Like, like, for the most part, the books get better as they go on. I think 3, 4, and 6 are my favorite. 7, the back end of 7 is really good. The first part, eh. 5 is a slog. And also, let I'm just, I'm, let's, and we're talking about this, these books and movies are great, the person who write, who wrote them, not, not so much at all, she's not great at all, let's, that's all I'm going to say about that in this, but, yeah, she's, yeah, that's all I'm going to say, you know, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Prisoner of Azkaban was always my favorite book, and the movie was done very, very well. Uh, I always enjoy things that are done closer, as close to the book as possible. Uh, there's some things in here that aren't 100% the same, but ultimately they do it pretty. They do it justice. So. Uh, I know a number of people think five is the best movie, and I'm just like, five was my least favorite movie. That's not a not a part one, because a lot of that movie was done differently, and I didn't like it. It's like this is the longest book. How is it the shortest movie? Now, granted, the Voldemort versus Dumbledore fight in uh in the movie in the fifth movie might be the best part of any of the movies, or it's definitely the best like fight between anyone, I would say. Uh, but you have to get through a lot of shit to get to that. Like, there's there's no denying that that part is exceptional. And that's prob definitely the best part of that movie. Probably the best fight between anyone in any of the movies. But that's all that movie has for me, besides Luna Lovegood. I mean, it's not bad, it's just... Umbridge is... Ugh, just want her to die. So... Yeah, uh... But... Prisoner of Azkaban is great. I love Lupin. Uh, Daniel Thewlis is great. Um, obviously, I love the, the, the cast of it. And cast of everyone who's there all the time. Love all of them. Obviously, I've already said Emma Watson is my second or third favorite actress. Uh, everyone's great. Still really sad Ellen Rickman is gone. Even though, like, there's a much... There's a big difference between Snape in the movies and Snape in the books. Snape in the movies, you, you love him, basically. And while... He's partly redeemed a little bit in the movie. In the books, he's a lot worse in the books. 
and I don't obviously I don't read the books nearly as much as I watch them because they're on all on TV all the fucking time. But yeah, uh, Harry Potter is moving on. I imagine that's probably not a spread. Oh, well, I'm gonna have to refresh no matter where I am. This is a this is far more annoying than it should have been. Harry Potter. No, oh, this is an interesting matchup. By the way, once I get to the second round, it'll be a lot faster, because I won't have to talk about the movies nearly as much. Bruce Almighty versus Big Daddy. A, a Jim Carrey movie versus an Adam Sandler movie. Uh, so, I assume everyone's seen both of these. Bruce Almighty... I feel like I have threw both of these movies on here just to fill spaces that needed to be filled. I don't know if I would have uh, put these movies on here if I didn't have spaces to fill that I didn't feel like filling with other movies. Uh, Bruce Almighty especially, because Liar Liar was definitely the first Jim Carrey movie I put on here. Bruce Almighty, I thought of, and I'm like, I don't, re I don't know. There's parts of that movie I don't like. It's like, it's, trying, it's like, love me! I'm like, no. This is weird and cringy now. Uh, Big Daddy is probably my favorite Adam Sandler movie besides Happy Gilmore. I don't know if Happy Gilmore's on here. Uh, I'm j I don't really want to talk about these too much. I'm just going to send Big Daddy to the second round. Also because the writer of Big Daddy is the creator of Psych. And Psycho is one of the best movies, uh, best TV shows of all time. So, Big Daddy is moving on, even if it's only for that. Hey, another Jim Carrey movie. Yes, Man versus Red Eye. Uh, Jim Carrey, instead of not, he can't, he's allowed to lie, but he has to say yes now to everything. Uh, no. Uh, meanwhile, in Red Eye, it's, uh, Rachel McAdams is on a plane, and Chillian Murphy really needs her to make sure these two people in her hotel stay in this particular, uh, room so they can be killed by, uh, these people that are in the middle of a lake with rocket launchers, and, and, uh, it's, uh, in doing so, like, he has... Uh, someone outside her father's house and ready to kill her father and if she doesn't do it. So it's really intense and it's really good. And I'm just going to send Red Eye to the second round. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Oh, I'm going to have to refresh. God damn it. This is going to be a really long episode. Just because I have to keep refreshing shit now. This is only match 18. There's got to be 14 other matches. To decide just for the first round. Mortal Kombat versus Ender's Game. 
Say what you will about the second Mortal Kombat movie. The first, I love the first one. I wa- I haven't watched this recently, but this, I love this movie. Everything about it. This is another one I feel like I don't have to explain too much. It's Mortal Kombat. If you haven't seen it, if you have, and if you haven't heard the song either, come on. Uh, if you've never watched this movie, you have to have watched this at least once. Ender's Game is based off of a book that I read in high school called Ender's Game, obviously. Uh, it's probably why, I, uh, which is why I went on and saw this movie. Uh, it's about a kid named Ender that they want to raise, uh, bring to the school in space that will help uh, take on an army of aliens that have already like ravaged their uh, ravaged earth once before. And they want to raise these kids and teach them so that when this happens again, they're ready for it. Uh, So yeah, it's, I don't feel like I remember the book too much when I, Watch this. The author of these books is a pretty terrible person, by the way. Uh, I don't remember the specifics. I'm pretty sure he's really homophobic. So don't go searching out this guy, the guy who wrote these books. Uh, terrible person, apparently. But the movie is really good. Uh, the reveal at the end, like at the end of this last training thing that happens that they're doing. It's pretty nuts. Kind of a weird ending. Uh, anyways, I'm... It's it's good, but I'm moving Mortal Kombat on. For the sake of... I, I just like it a lot. Alright. <laughs> the Day After Tomorrow versus Booksmart. Alright, The Day After Tomorrow. I... I People probably at least know what this is if you haven't watched it. It's it's a disaster movie essentially. It's cli- it's uh, in 2004. It came out 2004, 2005. It's basically disaster porn, climate change edition. Uh, this is probably like right after, like within a few years of us like really knowing what climate change was. So yeah, uh, basically. The whole world's going to go through a whole new ice age, and Dennis Quaid has to save his kid. Jake Gyllenhaal! There you go. I told you he was going to be in another movie. At least one more movie that's on this list. Uh, yeah, he and some of his friends are in New York for a, a try. To cap. Giant. What's the right word? It's a competition between schools for quiz. It ends in Athlon. I can't think of the name. It's not... The, like, every time I say triathlon and decathlon, I'm like, no, that's track and stuff like that. But, uh, that kind of stuff. For academic people. <laughs> anyways. Uh, anyways, this movie doesn't actually really know exactly what it is. If you watch this movie, you'll, you'll kind of understand if you've watched it before. It's like, 
it was like first it's trying to be a disaster movie, and then it's trying to be like a political thing, and then it's trying to be like oh this fa- the father is trying to go after his son after because they have a estranged relationship, and only this guy, only his father could walk from Philadelphia to New York to get to save his son throughout this. So, uh, like the last few times I've watched this, I've realized I'm like this real they really don't know what the, this this movie doesn't really know what it's trying to be I still enjoy it a lot of people I'm sure people think this is shit uh, but I I still enjoy it uh, it's better than 2012 which might still be on this list somewhere anyways Booksmart is uh, came out last year one of my favorite three movies from last year uh, everyone's going to say this is the female version of Superbad, although eh, it's significantly better. Like, everyone loved Superbad when it came out. I'm like, I don't even remember half of that movie. I just remember people like McLovin. I'm like, okay, great. Uh, so, like, you're going to be the, the uninformed people are just going to say this is female super bad and to a point that's not wrong but it's better and it's funnier and it has a lot more fun people in this than any of that like uh i'm just gonna give i'm gonna give you female super bad even though it's better than that just as the basic premise you need to watch this movie it is hilarious uh if you haven't seen this movie do so and uh Booksmart is winning. Nope, I have to refresh again. I'm not going to be able to finish this today, and it's just because I'm going to have to keep freaking refreshing. Mighty Ducks 2 versus Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl. Now, Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl is the, the one m- movie from a series that was really easy to pick just one. This is the one movie from a series I didn't just say, I'm going to pick all of them and just try to combine it into one. No. Curse of the Black Pearl is easily the best one by miles. Uh, the rest of them could have just never happened and it would have been fine. This movie, The Curse of Black Pearl, is really, really good. I don't. I feel like I don't watch it too much these days, but uh, it, it's definitely the best one. All of it. I assume everyone's seen it. Uh, people probably have seen Mighty Ducks too, fairly often as well. I that that's the movie I saw as a kid that I still watch these days because I still love hockey and it's 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 hockey. Hockey is great. Hockey is the best. Hockey number one. Uh, Hmm. Kind of tough. I don't really want to eliminate either of these two right now. Uh, but I... God damn. You know what? I'm 
for the sake of it has sequels that are that ruin its legacy, Mighty Ducks uh, 2 is going to beat Pirates of the Caribbean because Pirates has those sequels. Mighty Ducks 3 exists and it's not as good, but it doesn't ruin its legacy. Mighty Ducks 2 moves on. Please don't be a problem. Okay. Titan AE versus Happy Death Day. Alright, Happy Death Day is another one of those. You keep seeing the same thing and you keep seeing the same day This per, the, the main character, she keeps dying. And then she keep, and then has to keep and she keeps dying and keeps coming back to life. And she wants she has to stop herself from being in this loop of just constantly dying. Uh, etc. And the sec, there's a second one and it's actually fun too well, as well. So like this is actually pretty fun. If you've never seen this movie, you should go you should check it out. Uh, Titan AE came out a long time ago, probably while I was in high school. Uh, an alien race shows up and blows up the earth. Just blows it up. And everyone who, like, a bunch of people escape and then they have to go live in space in places. And this guy whose father piloted this giant ship, because I guess they knew this was going to happen, that this alien race was going to do this. They made this big ship that was capable of creating a new planet so that they could all live there, basically. They, they had a... So basically, the concept of the movie is like this this person's son has to find the ship with some other people uh, so they can make the new planet before the alien race does and destroys it. Uh, it's a really fun movie if you've never seen it. Animated movie. Uh, this is also kind of tough. I feel like these are probably two movies that people probably haven't seen that much. Uh, I'm going to send Titan AE to the next round. If this allows me to. It's not allowing me to. Another refresh. Stupid website. Live Free or Die Hard versus Con Air. Alright, Live Free or Die Hard is probably my favorite Die Hard movie, even though I've only really seen this one and the one that was after it, and parts of the original. Uh, a lot of people don't like this movie. Uh, and who have seen the originals, that's fine. I'm not debating whether Die Hard's a Christmas movie, because fuck that. And yeah, I, if I watched the original Die Hard... I, in full, I would probably say that one's probably the best one, but I just haven't seen it in full, so it's whatever. Uh, Con Air is one of my favorite movies ever, even though a lot of people probably say it's trash. There's probably a number of characters in here that are would be considered offensive and racist. That's not really a surprise, given the time period this came out in. It's still one of my favorite movies, even though I can acknowledge that so, like this is some of this is really, really fucked up. So... Uh, Con Air is moving on. I've watched that movie so many times. Alright. Spider-Man Far From Home 
versus Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Spider-Man Far From Home is my favorite Spider-Man movie. As even, that could be recency bias, but it's really not. It's I don't really have many fond memories of the Tobey Maguire ones. I like the Andrew Garfield ones, but a lot of people don't. Uh, Homecoming is really good, too. Uh, I just feel like this was my favorite one. Uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist is... Uh, well, I was going to call it something of... But I can't because the movie that I was going to compare it to hasn't is on this is in this tournament, but uh, it hasn't happened yet. So we'll have to get to that later. Uh, Michael Sarah and Kat Dennings. Uh, there's an uh, Michael Sarah was dating this one girl who was friends with Kat Dennings. They go to different schools, but anyways, uh, that that person broke up with him, and he's all sad about it. And he keeps making her mixtapes, but she keeps not listening to them. So Kat Dennings' character, Nora, keeps listening to them instead. Uh, anyways, they they all go to keep go out one night, not together. Uh, they all just happen to f find out that this band that everyone loves, named Fluffy, where's Fluffy or whatever, is playing somewhere, and uh, they they all love th this band. They all want to see them wherever this band happens to be and they all run into each other and a bunch of stuff happens and like so he and Nora like talk and ultimately you get the point if you haven't seen the movie uh there's a number of gross things that happen in this movie though I don't know if I want... I don't really want to eliminate either of these right now. Uh. Hey, Jake Gyllenhaal's in another movie! Guys! I forgot! He's in, he's in Spider-Man! That's another one. How many Jake Gyllenhaal movies are on this list? <sighs> I don't think I have I advanced any actual superhero movies besides Sky High. I don't know if I have. I'm going to invite Sp Advanced Spider-Man, but I don't know if I'm happy about this. Yep, have to refresh again. Not th even through the first round, and I have to do all this bullshit. Toy Story versus Catching Fire. Everyone knows what Toy Story is. I don't have to talk about it. Catching Fire, also known as Second uh, Hunger Games. It's 
it was actually difficult to pick between the first one and the second one. Uh, third one, well, third one's a part one, and I never liked How Hunger Games as a series in, and I always thought it was pretty shit, like, pretty fucked up ending. I, like, in the books, like, it got to the, like, the last, third to last chapter, and I'm just like, what am I reading? Oh, this is stupid. You really fucked this up. Anyways, uh, the first, the first two are great, though. Uh, second one is just deeper and, like, better, uh, like, there's just more to it. Although, if you, if you thought the first one was better, I would understand. Uh, hmm. Toy Story I just threw on here because I needed something, so Catching Fire is moving on. G.I. Joe versus Avengers Infinity War. Alright, people think G.I. Joe is shit, probably. I really... The first one, by the way. Not the second one. The second one, yeah, not nearly... In this case, it's also not nearly as good. Uh, I really like this movie. I don't watch it much these days, but I still really liked this movie when it came out. Uh, G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Uh, and, like, I really like Infinity War. Again, I'm not the superhero person. I'm, like... I really like it. I'm not deep into it like I am other things. I'm deep into Star Wars. I'm deep into Harry Potter. I'm not deep into superhero movies. So, like, whatever. Uh, I'm just going to keep this one short. Uh, Infinity War will win this, though. I'm, it's going to go past G.I. Joe. So, let's uh, move on from that. If it wants to do anything, it does. Hooray. Three Ninjas versus Can't Hardly Wait. That's a strange matchup. Uh, movies that came out a long, long time ago when it was high school or beforehand. Three Ninjas, I mean, I, I assume this is a movie that came out when I was a kid. I assume most of you know what, I'm, know what this movie is. Three, three teen young boys that, that their grandpa teaches them how to be ninjas, and then their parents are out, and then, uh, so, like, try to kidnap them. They, a bunch of guys try to kidnap them. Because uh, uh, bad guy decide, that used to work with their father uh, try to use them as leverage, basically. Anyways, and then they just do a bunch of, like, use a bunch of their ninja training to stop it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, can't hardly wait. Uh it's about this guy uh, who falls, like, has an, has this crush on a character played by uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt it's in high school. This is, like, right by their graduation. This is, like, the, a party right at the end of the year, like, right at the end of the year uh, from their graduation. They're going to go to college, and Jennifer Love Hewitt's character just broke up with her jock boyfriend uh right like right at the end of the year and like this guy's character i can't think of his i don't know this actor from anywhere else but, but this movie uh he so like he want he wants to like try to talk to her and like you, you get the point at this party a bunch of stuff happens it's it's hilarious seth green's in this uh 
Jason Siegel was in this for like two minutes. Uh, yeah, this this is really funny. I really like Three Ninjas, but Can't Hardly Wait has to move on. It's like a cult classic, basically, at this point. I don't feel like a lot of people know about this movie. But a lot of people should know about this movie. Back when I had a had a crush on Jennifer Love Hewitt instead of any, she that was my first actress crush, by the way. Like from when I was a young kid too. Oh, I'm getting advertisements for J- James Patterson. Something heard me say his name earlier. Wow. It's not responding. All right, I'm going to have to pause here again because I've already talked for 50 minutes again. All right, welcome back, guys. Uh, So I had some technical difficulties with the final part of this episode, uh, the final part of this tournament with the last last five matches of the first round and going forward. I recorded all of it last night when I was recording all the rest of it and when i went to uh when i went to save and upload this final part it uploaded like two minutes i don't know why i like i for for some reason maybe i thought maybe it didn't allow me to go over two hours but i've had i have episodes that are longer than two hours so i don't know what happened i quickly redid everything uh, and I published this for a bit, but I want the rest of it. I don't want it to be like a lackluster thing at the end of this. Cause I, I just spent two hours talking about all these. I don't want it to be, and then just end in a five minute thing. So I'm going to re- redo this. Uh, unfortunately, I can't not know what the matches are now. That's, that's unfortunate. I know what they are. I've already picked the winners for everything. I can't really do anything to change that now, unfortunately, without doing a completely new tournament with a completely new bracket. Well, same movies, just different way, which would just be dumb. I mean, I I could end up with different matches, but I've already talked about all of them, so that would be just pointless. So, thankfully, no one's even, no one even heard, listened to this yet so it doesn't really matter but it's unfortunate that the there won't really be any surprise for me uh or anything when i see these matches because i've i've already done all this like that was one of the part of what i was excited about doing this is like i have no idea what was going to happen so now unfortunately i know for the rest of this uh so I'm just going to get right into this because basically I want to at least talk about the last five matches in the first round and talk about the movies and at least do that justice. And then like the rest of it still won't take too long because after I talk, talk about all of them in general, it's fine. So the first of the five matches that I have left uh, to go uh, in the first round was... One that actually made me really displeased that these two ma- these two movies are up against each other, because uh, I don't want I did not want to eliminate 
either one of these in the first round. Both both of these movies belong at least going to the at least going to the quarterfinals, if not the the round before then. Uh, but one of them definitely deserves to be in the quarterfinals. One of them could have made the quarterfinals. Not it depends what it faces. Unfortunately, it's facing the movie that it's facing now. Uh, it's Adventureland versus Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Uh, so I'm not going to talk too much about Star Wars. It's Star Wars. Everyone like I don't need to talk about it. Everyone knows everything about fucking Star Wars. Uh, episode Four happens to be my favorite episode of all of them. It's like, I don't think anything will change that. I know the general consensus is that Empire Strikes Back is everyone's favorite. It's the best one, and that's great and all that. That's not my opinion. I don't even know if it's my second favorite. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. It's probably not. It might be in the middle. Don't worry, my, se- my second favorite is not a prequel, because... I don't hate the prequels, but we can all agree that they were bad. I just don't hate them like a lot of people do. And I love the sequels. Everyone who thinks that the sequels are bad can go fuck themselves, because they are wrong. Uh, There's problems with the sequels, yes. And there's only about one or so problems that everyone has with the sequels that are actually problems. The problems everyone has with Rey is not a problem at all. Uh, the problem everyone has, you get the point. All the general problems that people have with them, the, those movies, they're wrong. About the only problem that actually exists with the sequels is that they shouldn't have had two different directors because one went one way and then one went completely back to the other way and they don't fit together. And they should have had a plan and stuck with it, and they didn't. Uh, they should have not relegated uh, Kelly Tran's character, Rose, to basically doing nothing in the third one because of all the racist people who attacked them in the second one, for the second one, etc., uh, etc. Et Poe and Finn should have done more, etc. All of John Boyega's criticisms... Those are on point. Uh, but everything that everyone has that... All of the other problems that people have with those movies, they're all unbelievably wrong. Uh, that being said, uh, no, I'm always going to love the original one the most. That's not that, Nothing's going to change it. I've seen it so many times that that's what it is. Uh, even though I, I love pretty much all of Star Wars as a whole, epi- the original one's always going to be my favorite. I can agree the prequels are bad, even if I find enjoyment in most of it. Uh, but yeah, that's all I really need to talk about Star Wars. I have a whole podcast about Star Wars, if you didn't already know that. It's way in the beginning of my podcast existence. Uh, t- I had the episode did the episode right after Rise of Skywalker happened last year. If you want to hear me talk about Star Wars more, you can go listen to that. Uh, That being said, Adventureland is one of my favorite movies, and I really wish I could advance this further into this tournament. Uh, 
it definitely would be if it wasn't going against Star Wars uh, or a couple of other movies. But uh, I don't. If you've never seen Adventureland, it's about uh, Je- uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, he's uh, going to college. It might be his last year of regular college. He got accepted to uh, another college uh, to probably to get his master's, unless. It, uh, unless he was just graduating high school, I don't remember that in particular. Either way, he's going to a college at the uh, the next year, and unfortunately, his his father gets transferred or whatever to a different position, and they're going to be making less money. So he, instead of going on a summer trip that he was planning on, uh, he has to get a job in Pennsylvania because they have to move to uh, where, back to where they lived in Pennsylvania. And he gets a shitty job at a shitty amusement park called Adventureland. And it reminds me so much of my own job. Let's just put it that way. Uh, the other people, like the other people in this movie, that is Kristen Stewart, Martin Starr, uh, Bill Hader, Kristen Wiig, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, those are all pretty much the main people. Uh, they, uh, I mean, Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig don't don't hate the place because they they own the amusement park and they run it, so they they like it and enjoy it. Then, but the rest of them all pretty much hate their jobs. And uh, Martin Starr's character at one point he's just like, "Well, we do do the work of pathetic lazy morons," and that is a hundred percent my job. I I use that quote all the time about my job. And another. This amusement park also plays the song called Rocking Me Amadeus by Felco, and sometimes my mall would play that over the radio. I'm like, I literally live in the movie Adventureland, and I watch this movie several times a year. It is great. Uh, I mean, it's pretty, it's definitely underrated. I don't really, I see very few people talk about this movie, if ever. I think I've heard, like, two people talk about this movie. It's it's a lot of fun. You should watch it immediately. Uh, unfortunately, it can't go further in this in this tournament, though. Uh, so yeah, obviously Star Wars moved on, and yeah. So the next we got four more. We got the next one is Bad Times at the El Royale against Speed. I'm sure everyone knows what Speed is at this point. It's an old action movie with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock and some other guys as well, obviously. Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone knows about about uh, driving the bus and there's bomb on the bus and you can't drive, uh, you can't go lower than 50 miles an hour Oh, but here's this uh, here's this freeway with this uh, completely unfinished unfinished section that you have to jump over completely. Everyone everyone knows that at this point. It's a pretty classic movie. It's on TV somewhat often these days. Uh, it's against Bad Times at the El Royale. This movie is great. Just came out like two or three years ago. Not, I think it was two, but it could be three. I'm not going to tell you too much about this movie. You pretty much just have to watch it. It is great. Uh, and it's moving on. I'm not spoiling that movie for you. Uh, a lot of different people end up at this hotel. And a lot of 
crazy shit goes down. Let's just put it like that. Uh, the Island versus Dan in real life. Okay, The Island is Ewan McGregor and Scarlett Johansson are clones, and they find out that they're clones, and they find out they're basically they basically exist to have their uh, have their body organs harvested when the people they are clones of had the people they are clones of had them created so uh, because they're rich and they can afford to do so and they have something wrong with them or just as an insurance policy for if something goes wrong with their body they can just go and have this clone killed and take that body part and use it basically and uh ewan mcgregor and scarlett johansson find this out and escape uh this underground facility and then go find the people that had them created and then they go back and they free all the clones and kill the people who made this uh program etc etc it's a uh, michael bay movie i believe it's probably michael bay's best movie this is before transformers uh, first Transformers, all right, but after that, uh, yeah, uh, Dan in Real Life is a movie about Steve, uh, Steve Carell is a widow, and he has three daughters, and they're going to a family reunion, or if it's just a get-together, it's a, it's a weekend, they do, they do this every year, it seems, uh, their mom had passed away at some point. Uh, yeah, then the next morning they, uh, I mean, everyone else is pretty, pretty happy and so on. Uh, then he goes the next morning to go pick up some newspapers and in doing so he sees this woman at a bookstore and he ends up talking to her and tell, basically starts telling her his life story because, of stuff that like they ended up talking that's that's what happens she leaves he like he gets his he gets her phone number anyway she ends up being his brother's girlfriend that was uh because she ends up at the house with them for the rest of the, the weekend and and well you can pretty much see where the rest of that's going it's a it's a really fun movie uh it's a obviously another uh family get-together movie where it's a bunch of nonsense that happens kind of like knives out without the murder and not it not quite as dramatic uh it's a really good movie uh it's kind of a tougher matchup but dan in real life won uh second to last one was rush hour versus the prestige uh everyone knows what rush hour is chris tucker jackie chan action movie it's hilarious minus the racism which at the time when it came out, I was a small child, so that kind of just kind of went over my head and didn't realize what I was watching. And so then it was hysterical. Now it's questionable, very, very questionable and problematic. Uh, so minus the racist in this movie is hilarious. Uh, the Prestige is... A Christopher Nolan movie, maybe his best one. Everyone, like everyone, loves Inception, but uh, this one might be better. Uh, I wonder if Inception is everyone's favorite Christopher Nolan movie outside of Batman, because it's probably the easiest one to understand. 
the prestige, oh, there's a lot going on in this. It's about uh, two magicians that are like dueling, trying to do the same trick, and one of them is doing it properly, and the other one not so much. There's a lot happening here. You have to watch it. Don't ask me to explain it. Uh, but yeah, uh, the prestige one. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, one against Hocus Pocus. It was how it was holiday stand-in movie. You could also like it. It was this or a Christmas story, and I enjoy Hocus Pocus more. So Hocus Pocus was the one that got, that got in. Because I watch Hocus Pocus once every October, and I watch a Christmas story once every Christmas. So yeah. Uh. That being said, Guardians of the Galaxy won, because it's Guardians of the Galaxy. So, that finished the first round. And hopefully I did that... I definitely did that more justice than I did with the uh, five minutes that I made this part when everything went nuts last night. Uh, moving on. We go to the second round, where October Sky faces Whiplash... And, again, both of these are great movies. Uh, Whiplash is very good, I, but, again, I've only seen this a couple of times, or I've watched October Sky so many times, and that moved on. Uh, Inception versus Sky High. Inception wins. There's, I mean, I don't really need to say anything. Although, I did remember that the quote I was trying to think of when I first talked about Sky High that I quoted of uh the the one of them where she's uh they're trying to tell her that she can't she can't she has to go sit at a different table the bully they all go sit at the, the bully's table and he tells them that they have to leave and she's just like mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i quote that fairly often uh clue versus knives out Still can't believe this ended up in the second round. I mean, come on, guys. Whoever, like someone, whoever, this bracket did this intentionally. Just knew what movies these were and put them against each other. Clue is moving on because I mean, it's Clue and it was around longer. Uh, but I mean, obviously they're very similar movies. Uh, but Clue has to win. Uh, Zodiac. Face Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Great movies. Scott Pilgrim would probably move on if it was against different uh, di different movies, but it was not going to beat Zodiac. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I just uh, saw... Okay, I'm just going to interrupt this here to say that the... Per uh, my friend Abel just sent a notification, sent something in, a, in our group message saying that Donald Trump is winning or it's rigged, even though he's not a Donald Trump supporter. You are all freaking weird. Stop it. Anyways, Zodiac moved on. Uh, National Treasure versus the Nice Guys. Uh, National Treasure moved on. I don't like. By the way, I couldn't think of it, the person's name. The first time we talked about the nice guys, it was Ryan Gosling. I figured it out when I talked about this the second time without looking it up. It just took that amount of time. I still can't think of the one, the one 
uh, woman's name from She's Out of Middle League, though. Not even, not even a day later, and I didn't even bother looking that up. So, yeah. I'll probably think about it at the last exact second of this. Uh, Breakfast Club beat Ed, Edge of Tomorrow. It's Breakfast Club. It's a classic movie. Sherlock Holmes beat Source Code. Uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban beat Holes. I mean, enjoy both of those a lot, but obviously Harry Potter is moving on past Holes. Uh, Red Eye beat Big Daddy. Uh, I mean, Big Daddy was pretty much a stand-in for at the, the point I couldn't think of movies to add in here. Uh, Booksmart beat Mortal Kombat. Because Mortal Kombat is fun, but it's... I mean, it's not book smart. So, uh, Mighty Ducks 2 beat Titan AE. Uh, it's definitely my favorite sports movie. So, if you haven't seen Titan AE, though, again, check it out. Uh, Con Air defeated Spider-Man, Far From Home. Uh, and Infinity War beat Catching Fire. I feel like I used to watch Catching Fire and Hunger, Hunger Games movies a lot more than I do now. I don't really... I really liked the series for while the movies were happening, and then just they, they were over, and then it just kind of stopped caring. But the first two are still great movies. Uh, but yeah, Infinity War moves on. Uh, Star Wars beat Can't Hardly Wait. If you've never, But again, if you haven't seen Can't Hardly Wait... You should watch that as well. Uh, but, I mean, it's Star Wars. Uh, Bad Times at the Hail Royale beat Dan in real life, and Guardians of the Galaxy beat the Prestige. Maybe I should have done that one the other way. Anyways. Uh, third round. October Sky beat Inception. Inception's great, but I still watch October Sky well way more than I watched Inception. I don't even know when the last time I watched Inception was. I think I saw part of it on television earlier this year, but that was about it. Uh, Clue beat Zodiac. If anyone was placing bets on what the finals of this tournament was going to be, if it was possible for the tur- uh, these two to face in the finals, this would have been it. You would have placed bets on these two to face each other, because these are the two movies I watch more than anything else. Uh, when it comes down to it, while I love both of them, only one of these movies, there's a, only one of these, could I watch this, that movie, to rewind it, and immediately watch it again, and that's Clue. Uh, so, I mean, that's probably a spoiler, but, you know, Breakfast Club beat National Treasure. National Treasure probably went farther than you expected it to. Uh, Harry Potter beat Sherlock Holmes. Booksmart beat Red Eye, Con Air beat Mighty Ducks 2, uh, Star Wars beat Infinity War, because Star Wars is far more important than superhero movies will ever be, Bad Times at the El Royale beat Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Clue beat October Sky, Harry Potter beat The Breakfast Club, uh, Booksmart beat Con Air, because if it's going fa- to be one movie that's on a plane, it might as well beat two, you know, uh, Star Wars... Beat Bad Times at the El Royale. So we got 
semifinals. We got Clue defeating Harry Potter, and then Star Wars defeating Booksmart. Clue versus Star Wars, and Clue wins again. Yeah, that was a spoiler. Uh, once Clue versus Zodiac happened in like the third round, it's like, well, yeah. So, uh, again. I guess the movie that I expected to win still won. There, It still had a chance of losing to a few other ones, but it didn't. Again, these are my favorite movies. That doesn't mean that Clue is the best movie of all time or anything like that, just because it won my favorite movie tournament, even though Clue is, in fact, the best movie of all time. And if you... Uh, yeah. Don't at me. Uh, so, yeah, that's my tournament. Hope you enjoyed it. For the record, the actress's name from She's Out of My League, which I thought of 25 minutes after I finished recording everything, is Alice Eve. Because apparently I just couldn't think of, thought of that earlier. Had to get that in there. <laughs>